Today's episode is presented by our favorite sponsor. You need to be hydrated. You know where to go. That's A-game. Whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, in the classroom, success means giving nothing less than your best. Your peak performance, your A-game. And now there's a beverage designed to help you bring your best when you need it the most. Terrence, you know you need it the most. You're sweating, you're running, you're jumping, you get dehydrated. You need it. A-game is full of essential vitamins and nutrients to keep your body primed for action. It provides hydration to boost recovery after you've given your all. Bring your A-game, bring your best, tell the world, bring it on. Shout out A-game. Everybody go check them out at drinkingagame.com. the show what a wonderful delight yeah potty and t-rods better chop up on the mic just sit back have a laugh catch a vibe and enjoy the ride yeah new facility what is orlando doing down there hmm. he's been building it for a while i mean but really yeah it's it's um it's, we've had it for. Is it the same one where the practice facility is at? It's like right across the street, up the block, right across the street. It's within walking distance. Like so we, guys walk there all the time. Yeah. So for people who haven't seen, they just built a seventy million dollar. Is it so? It's practice facility, training facility for you guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Your other one was connected to Amway, so this one's not connected. No, this is its own separate building. But on the other side of the building, they have um, they have like an actual like medical doctors like practice and everything so like people oh, okay unrelated to you know our team can come in and get like their treatment or come to the it's doctor so there'll be like there'll be actual doctors over there so now like instead of us like right now this training camp or this preseason probably the last time they do it but we've always had to go to other places to get mris ekgs yeah um x-rays all that that is also included with the building like oh that's so awesome, the though. people that work there like avid health has their own part of the building where they you know, you know, normal people or regular people yeah, yeah. just come every day and get and yeah, you normal, know, use it. Normal people, so, yeah, they're normal. Yeah, sorry, non-athletes, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> but we've um it's cool. So like it'll be everything that we need as like a basketball organization is one place. And the facility is huge. Like even when yeah. we have, you know, the entire team and the front office, like the front office has their offices upstairs, you know, spaced out, scattered out throughout um like the whole up second story. And then downstairs is like the locker rooms, basketball courts, weight rooms, training or training rooms, some of the coaches' office. Like, it's so big that even with everybody in the building, it's going to feel like there's nobody around. Yeah. Because like, you know it's, it's probably going to be two or three guys in the locker room, two or three guys in the training room, two or three guys in the weight room, two or three guys on the court. So, like, it's it's a huge facility, bro. It feels as if we just won a championship. <laughs> so, it's 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 absolutely like because i don't know if you're no i don't think you ever even got a chance to go to the one in toronto but yeah, I, I, did, I got I did, to see i did i did you went inside the, the the arena like the gym sorry the gym the, the practice, practice facility. Facility. yeah yeah, yeah. i've I worked i've worked out with you in there once yeah so like it's that was pretty big like yeah, and, yeah. but it still had a smaller sense like you knew which area yeah. was what like you kind of came, this place is so goddamn big like it's going to take a little while to learn the ins and outs. So this is where you guys are holding all your practices and everything now. Yeah. Going well, forward. we still this week we've been um still at the gym. Been, yeah, still at the Amway. But after, I mean, starting next week we should be in there. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing, like you, you now you have two locker rooms because you just had one locker room, right? 
being I mean, used we, for I mean, we have. I mean, but that's what most teams do. They, you know, yeah, not everybody just, has a, a gym in their arena. That's true. So that's because we still have like it's probably not the nicest one, but it's we still have a functioning like practice facility right, in the arena and right next to our locker room. And so like, we'll still use it. It'll still get used, especially on game days. But I mean, for yeah. the most part, bro, people are gonna live at this facility. Like, it's not gonna be any need for you to go anywhere else, bro. They got like Olympic style swimming pools, um, incline ramps yeah. that we can run up. Um, yeah, like a forty yard turf area. Uh, recovery like recovery crazy. center. Do they have like a recovery <clears throat> center for you guys? Recovery center, like the ice bath, is bigger than my home's <laughs> pool. Be- like pool. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous you can fit the entire team and whoever else in that thing just to get ice bath and then they have yep. a huge like hot tub hot tub it's it's you guys legit do, they do saunas? the greatest thing i've ever seen we Sauna have saunas we have saunas and steam rooms okay. like right next to our lockers like because our locker is like it feels like a dormitory you know like yeah. the common area room when you go to a dormitory and it's yeah, like yeah. the rooms those are kind of like spaced off in the corners and shit those are fun that's kind of it's kind of what the feel is it's up and a lot nicer and a lot bigger and then we have um like the hydro whatever the deprivation tank that you okay. get into and just sit and get like all the oxygen and all the okay, so you have, we have that you, it's huge it's like this giant egg thing I've done it once but and I don't know I've done the one where you had to get in there it's like a salt bath Wait, you what? lay in there and it's like they close the tank on you and you're just in there meditating and type shit I did that and it was. The worst thing for a guy like me that had ADD because, bro, I'm literally – I can't sit still. I'm trying to I'm float, trapped. and the water is so – it's, like, shallow, but the water is so salty that, you like, you can taste it through your skin. And, like – Oh, gosh. I remember my eye was itching, and I was like, okay, don't touch your eye. Don't touch your eye. You were panicking? Bro, I touched my eye, got some of that salt in there. Oh, my God. I flipped over in the tank, and now I'm, like, trying to get out. I'm slipping on everything, and I'm butt-ass naked because it's, like, a fucking little room. And I'm just like, this is fucking <laughs> awful. I'll never come back. I didn't get any type of relaxation. It was awful. I had a cut on my leg somewhere that was burning <laughs> like shit. It was the worst thing ever. So I don't know if I'll do it. If it has no salt, I'll get in there. But what is that? that. What is that supposed to do? It's like a salt bath? It's like a recovery thing. Yeah. Like so Epsom, like I remember, I used to take Epsom like salt Epsom baths. Salt. Kind, yeah, kind of, kind of, more, but yeah. more like intense. We have like the air, a weird air filtration that's in the weight room that like recycles the air and gives us like it sanitizes the air. It's like these little fucking so it's state like of the art. Batteries it's state of the art. Sanitizing everything is fucking amazing. No COVID could ever survive. <laughs> oh, also, do, do they have a cryotherapy t- thing in there or no? Of course, of course, we have that. We have. Everything that you would ever hear. This, have you bro, done that? Like have you done in, that? I, I used to do it all the time. I do it all the time. How how is that? I've never done that. I'm, I've been yeah. I've been out of um, for a while now, but yeah. It's I mean it's not bad. It's not bad. You get used to it. Um, was it two minutes? It's like something like that. Quick. So it's like two minutes, uh, and it's like what the dry ice. It's freezing. And it's free. Yeah, it gets really cold. You have to put gloves and sh- like these fuzzy little shoes on. Um, you feel a difference I, I, like right after it? Oh yeah, your body. You know how like. Yeah. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you kind of like throw cold water in your face and you get it yeah. kind of like wakes you up. It's kind of like that, but for your whole body. It makes it feel so, like rejuvenated. Yeah. So do they, yeah. Do they like in the NBA, do they like, does your training staff like tell you guys to do this stuff or is it more <laughs> just kind of based on like what you guys want to do just personally? Um, both. So, you know, younger guys, they kind of crack the whip a little bit. Older guys, they it's kind of just on you if you've yeah. been in the league obviously for a while and do you have like a routine or whatever. I'm gonna knock like. on wood because I'm like scared to say this. 
but <laughs> what is this bro you know me like i i i take good care of myself but yeah. i don't i don't really ice that much i never i never was a big icer either i never, never I, I ever like ever. after like i remember like my first my my tenure in toronto kyle was always the first person in the ice bath yeah like the first person waist deep with a towel over him just in there for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And I'm just like, bro, that's fucking insane. But I was always the first guy in the locker room. Even today now, like my teammates always make fun of me because by the time the game's over, I, I get to the locker room. And you know how like it is. Like the coaches wait a little bit and they yeah, you know, yeah. congregate, come in, and they tell us whatever. By the time the coaches come in, I'm always the only guy that's out of my jersey, out of my socks, out of my shoes, yeah, and just in the towel ready to take a shower. I'm always the only person in the shower after the games because I'm done so quick because everybody's like, oh, I need this, I need this and that. I'm just it, like, I'm good. It, it's weird because, yeah, I agree. I would like they forced us to go into the ice tub in college and like other places, but I never like had that feeling like I need to put ice on my knee directly. Like I just never was like, I no, just like, like I, 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 I get never, it. I, mean, I, get, I, I get it. I just never yeah. felt like I needed it. I don't know. I just, I, I just felt after games, I just felt tired. I never felt like really beat yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Like, like never I just beat needed, up. Yeah, like I just need to lay down. I just need to lay down. I don't yeah. need fucking ice I just on need to, all my I just body need to go to parts. Bed. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to go to sleep and I'll be cool and good rest. No, but yeah. that's how, it, bro. For me, I swear to God, like, and not to say I don't feel the difference, like for sure, yeah, like especially sure. when I'm hurt and I get hurt, and that's one thing. Like, 100%. I'm gonna like, ice take all the precautions, but like for the most part, bro, after a game, I just hardly ever. I'm icing like everybody knows. Yeah. Like, uh, I and I don't know how, bro. Like, I've been blessed no. enough to be as healthy as I am, but like, I feel you though, bro. I feel, I feel like it's a not a mindset. I can't say it, but I feel like it's. I'm so used to like, well, I didn't grow up icing and doing all that shit. So well, I'm just yeah. like, I'm still got to play. So I feel like that also is just kind of how I am today. I, 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 do, I do think it is something like mentally because I feel like you do it. And then you start doing it, and it's just a habit and like a routine of just doing it, like constantly. Yeah. Like players just constantly do it because it, it makes them feel comfortable about okay, I'm taking care of my body this way. Like yeah, it's just like sure. people that sit in the cold tub. Like I sit in the cold tub, yeah, I feel better, but I don't know. But I like, never felt like and I after you do it, it every single day, all the time, it's like it's, it's, it's hard. It, 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 it kind of takes away the the not that it doesn't take away, but it's like you almost don't really feel. You don't feel it at all. You don't, you don't feel it's it like, at all. Yeah, you're so. It's just like, like yeah, getting the ice tub. Like, yeah, tolerance you're tolerance tolerance and you're just kind of like oh, for sure. I'm just doing it out of habit, and I'm sure it helps, but like. Exactly. Like I never missed a game in my life. Like in, I I mean I'm minimal. I, I the only time I ever ice is if I ever sprained my ankle, and that's like the mm. worst that ever happened to me. And yeah. it's like I don't know. But there's some people that ice every day and they're fine. Like and there's some people that don't do it. It's just really it's crazy. It's people's bodies are different and mental different mindsets of what, how they feel. Like and I no when I get hurt, sprained ankle and my shit swollen. Yes, I ice because I understand how that takes away. Yeah, inflammation. One hundred percent. Sure, <laughs> Dr. I get Ross. it. There, it's right there. But no, I'm like, and it's weird. I don't get taped either. I used to yeah. get taped. My first, my first yeah. four or five years, I used to get taped. And I think it was like my first three years, three. Yeah, probably my first. I got. I was getting taped in, in Orlando my first few years, but I got to a point where I stopped wearing tape just because, like, bro, 100%. when I used to wear tape all the time, I rolled my ankles, and it would be way worse. So like way right worse. now, when I'm not, like, it just I have fewer, you know. And I've had ankle surgery too, so I think that probably helps. But you've had ankle surgery? <clears throat> yeah, I have a huge scar on my left ankle. You never seen it? It's like it's that? like that big, bro. How long is that? Year two, wow. end of year one, maybe. Yeah, oh, no, year end of year two. I mean, the, there's a lot of things like with being taped and being. <laughs> see that baby? <laughs> yoga, yoga, it's right there, bro. It's fucking yeah. gross. Yeah, that thing is huge, man. There's a lot of 
obviously things with taping and bracing like where people say like oh you it, you don't ever build the stability because you're always taping and bracing mm. so that's always like a theory that people talk about because like i never i only had to wear them in college when i had to but then once i got out of college and went to play in europe or in the g league i stopped like I just, yeah i, I never liked lie it. to you I've, i i forgot where i heard this or even where i read it but somebody was saying it's like one sports decision whatever he's like Taping doesn't really help because no, when you tape, rock. <laughs> like you, because you put the pre pre wrap on there, and that's like a little stretchy. But when you wrap that around the tape, it doesn't have any give, so your ankle's not allowed to like maneuver yeah. or like take some of that. So it just when it rolls, well, it's bad. Well, and they say that once you like our trainer used to tell us, he's like he would tell us to brace because braces stay, but like mm. once you tape and it gets sweaty, it literally just turns into a sock. Yeah, and it's slip, it's slip. You can yeah, feel like it's not nothing, really like, secure. There. Yeah, well, they no. say they say like if you're actually going to tape your ankle, that you should not wear pre wrap. That you need to actually oh, sure. tape it to your foot and actually like have that some. That sucks. That I would never do that. Yeah, I would never. Football once players ever do used that. to think they were so tough. Like we'd come in the training room and they'd be like, "Oh, look, yeah, a tape with no pre wrap." Like, and you're gonna have horrible <laughs> feet for the rest of your life, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> no, but I feel you, bro. Like that shit. I, no, it, if crazy. you're gonna wear ankle braces, you're gonna have to go like. Yeah, like Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah, <laughs> he wears volleyball braces. He wears yeah. Robocop shoes. I don't know how he turns in those. Those things are big. They're big and bulky. I, I don't like keeps I, his entire kneecap stabilized. I never liked wearing anything, bro. Like I remember, yeah, no. I remember when I was little. They're like, "Oh, you need to wear this for Ajgood Slaughter and so, whatever." Wait, so, oh, like the little wrap around the knee, right? Oh, so well, that, that shit made and, it worse. And <laughs> and my knees still look like there's fucking a fucking German yeah. sausage on them. But there's, yeah. bro. I remember. I remember they like, okay, the doctor's like, just wear like a knee sleeve, and I'm like, dude, one no, second into the game, I felt like I was sweating. My knee was hot. I was focused on that area. I didn't like it. And it, no, I swear to it's God, off. bro. Anytime they, I've had trainers try to get me to wear knee braces, like an actual knee brace. I'm like, yeah. bro, I can't. I it just, I'm can't not move. doing it. It's too much. Like move. it doesn't. It makes me feel like I'm limited. And even like a knee sleeve, I'm like, it's just way too fucking tight. Yeah. And it's hurting my thigh. <laughs> and then it's just like I'm. If I'm just. I'm going out there with nothing but the sleeve. Wait. Okay. So when you go into the court, what yeah. are the accessories that you like wear? I was old school. Nothing. Nothing. You're Larry Bird. Larry Bird, nothing. Christ. I used to wear a shirt. No sleeves too. or anything? Are you no. Like a, with sleeves or? What, shirt? Yeah. I used to wear a compression shirt. And then once I got, finally got well, a little sleeves, bit. sleeves? Uh, uh, yeah, short sleeves. Like right to right here. And then and then like eventually once I got bigger and was lifting more, I, I went to just like a tank underneath. But. Bro, but that's kind of like the, um, but that's kind of like the college like look though, is wearing the t-shirt with the yeah. jersey. Like that was always the cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I got, once you got to like the, like once I got overseas or even the G League, it was like you're not wearing nothing. Underneath. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, that college, the t-shirt with the college. It's like prime college yeah. look to me. I always well, it used to be that. that it used to be the actual T-shirt because, like, in oh, high yeah, school, they have in, in high school, I used to just wear like a baggy ass T-shirt, like just regular tank, yeah, like regular, regular tank. like white tee, heavy, no, get sweat. Sure. You're looking like fucking Pittsburgh from fucking yeah. West Virginia. It's bad, yeah. So that's that's, but that's the iconic college look, though. Oh, so I, sure. I had to rock that at least for a few games. My freshman year, so I had like a dry fit t shirt with yeah, like my sure. elbows, what it felt like. But like, I was like, this is cool. I'm in college, I'm gonna do it at least once. And then after like halfway through the season, I'm like, bro, just I'm working. It Fuck it, I'm gonna go pro. <laughs> I'm gonna go pro. It's time to get rid of it. It's time of these foolish yeah. games, yeah. Um, 
So have you guys been practicing? How's the, how's everything going with the team? <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. Today we had pretty much everybody except for Markel and Wendell and Jr. But everybody was going. Paulo, nice. Kay, Eric, Caleb, Cole, me, RJ, Shum, RJ. Um, not Franz. No, nah, Franz not here. Or Mo. Mo. <laughs> Mo, Mama. Mo Mama, yeah. And Mo Mama. So, bro, I'm busting everybody's ass today. It felt great. <laughs> it felt so good. Who was your first victim? Who was guarding Oh, you? man. The young guys? So, we played. There's three teams. Red, purple, shirts. I was on the shirts. It was me. Interesting color choice. God, we, we got some um, We got some 10 days in, too. Okay. So, you know the kid? You know the dude in the G League? That is, he's like the point guard that does the running skyhook? Oh yeah, yeah. He's on it. It was me, him. What's his name? I forgot. I I, I don't even know. I forgot. He does was, those running hooks though. He does a running hook. So it's me, him, Chuma, Mo. Does, does he do it consistently? Like when you guys actually play? He, he hit it for game. <laughs> oh no. He hit it for game. He hit it for game. It was great. Um, and it's funny too, because like you know, we're we're working out before that, and he's in a different group, and I was on the other side of the court. And now you know, bro. I, I promise you, I have been working on that. Exact shot, the running hooks, yeah, the, the sky hooks. I've been doing that. I've been making them in like competitive games, so it's something I might try. I did that, and he started laughing. He's like, "Yo, Ross, I know you're not trying the sky hook," and I was like, "That's weird. Why would you say that?" And then all of a sudden, he pulls the shit. I was like, "Hey, I remember you. You're the guy that does the sky hooks. It's super shit." It's not it Jeff Dowden, is it? No, it's not Jeff. It's not Jeff Dowden. No, no, no. He's coming. He's coming from a different team. He wasn't here before. Oh, okay. But um, yeah. So he hit one for game, and then so you he hit one for game. Out. We're playing, and then, but yeah, bro, I'm I'm cooking everybody. I'm hitting threes from everywhere. Yeah. Four pointer. Uh, we had corners from the three, count as four. I hit a couple of those. I think I might have hit four straight threes to close the game out. Like, what do you guys play? What do you guys, you guys play when you play? To uh, 11. 11, and twos and threes, up and, and down. Threes. Yeah, up and down. So it could be quick. It could be quick. Yeah, it could be very quick. It could, it could be, be quick, and that's how it, it was. Four, it could be four trips up and down. We only lost right. one game. We played, I think, five. We went five and one. Yeah. So we were in the made us get off the court, but yeah, we were. It was a great day today. So it was a really good. Everybody balled out there. Everybody's playing well. We're How's all Paulo? in shape. How's Paulo looking, bro? He can do everything, dog. He he shows like glimpses of absolutely everything: playmaking, scoring, yeah. Yeah. defense. Um, like he can run. He can play point. He can set screens. Like, he just – like, a jack of all trades. Yeah. It's re- it's refreshing to see, bro. And he's, he's a good teammate. 6'10". Yeah. He's 6'10". And he's, like, a big dude. So, it's like, if he wants to play bully ball, he could play bully ball. If he wants you. to go, you know, yeah. if he wants to score up or, like, face up, he could do that. He could shoot threes. Like, he's very capable of shooting threes. Like, like he's going to be, you know, just him shooting more and being more consistent. And just, you know, how – you know how it goes. Like, yeah. it's – you got it, – it's like – even for me, bro, the first year of shooting NBA threes was a little different. But after like year two, three, four, like it starts to feel very way, natural. It's, so, it's way different, bro. It's crazy. I, it's it's gonna be fun to watch, bro. He can do literally everything: get blocks, steals. Yeah. So it, it's oh, and that's what I was playing ball, ball, ball. Oh yeah, so, is he playing? Yeah, he was playing, bro. Let me tell you, when I mean <laughs> this dude does freakish things, like he it's makes crazy. our tallest players look like they're six foot two. Like he'll do like a. Like a little, you know how you do like the little over the top dribble. He yeah, does that yeah. to like Mo Bamba. That's what I'm saying. And Mo's Mo's like seven, seven foot. He's seven foot. Like 
Yeah. And he's and he, doing that. He's dunking. Like when he dunks, bro, the rim's right here. He's like throwing shit in. Like, I'm just like, it's the most unreal thing. Like seeing him, like he was working out with him, Mo, and Paolo, and they're all doing like finishes at the rim. Yeah. See, like just the three of them doing it because it's so easy for them to dunk. But like for like Mo, Bull. it's crazy. It's unreal because he he has bounce I and mean, he can shoot. Like it's, it's like, imagine me at seven foot two. Yeah. Yeah. Seven foot three. Like <laughs> I'm just going to be, I'm going to, everything's going to be finesse. Cause like I'm just, yeah. it's wild. So and he's skilled. It, it was he's like, like he's he's really, he's really skilled. He can dribble. Bro, he he was talking shit too. Like <laughs> he was talking shit. So uh, who was he with? I think it was like DC or RJ or somebody. But we start the game off. He checks the ball up. He hands it off to like RJ or something. He comes back. RJ comes back to him. He kind of does like a pitch to like him and kind of sets like a little screen on Mo. So like fucking ball just steps back. He's like, oh, thank you, RJ. Catch. And he says all of that before the ball is and he has a way behind his and it's like once it's up it's a rainbow shot bro splash and then he gets to the bucket like yeah. just when he finishes away from you there's it's absolutely impossible to get to it the only That's way you're gonna crazy. block him if it's like the ball is right in front of the hoop and you can just get there but it's crazy it, too. It, it, was a, it was a crazy game today it was cool that's good and then obviously on top of that you have you know, one of your best players, like Franz, is just absolutely. I mean, he's blunt tearing the internet up. There's, I mean, Boogie. you see him all over the place. He's very. That's his nickname, Boogie. Yeah, he's been developing Boogie. crazy. I told you. Did I not tell you this? He did. I, I remember saying this like last when the year. First, I'm like, when no, the this first, kid is special. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's gonna be like, he's like, he does every. He like just like everybody else. He he he's very comfortable with the ball and making decisions. And at six eight six nine. He's sneakier. He's sneaky athletic, and sne- he's probably more athletic than people realize. Yeah. And then he's also a really good decision maker, and he can come. He can like handle the ball off, like pick and roll. So it just makes for a nightmare of a matchup. For sure. Um, the other thing, I mean, we haven't talked for a little bit, but the other thing was that whole Jamal Crawford, um, the pro am. Mm. Like I wanted to like because obviously Chet got hurt doing that, got hurt, yep. and now he's out for the season. Chet Holmgren, who plays for the Thunder, is number two overall pick. It's like, and I saw Jamal came out the quote. He's like, he doesn't allow people to play that aren't under contract. Yeah. He doesn't allow free agents or people that haven't signed their contracts to play because he understands, like, the importance of, like, you know, mm-hmm. get your money and secure it. But it's, like, it's such a tough thing because I see all these other runs, like the Rico Hines. You see, you just see all these people, like, basketball players play basketball all the time. It's not, yeah. it's not football. It's not Mm-mm. these other sports where it's, like, you can recreationally play basketball all the time. It's not like Absolutely. baseball. It's just like so it's, sports yeah, like that. Yeah. To get competitive too. Like it's you ain't yeah. got a full game. You used to be playing pickup. But that's the thing, though. Like it sucks, but it'll be fine, bro. Okay, see such a young team. Like this yeah. year wasn't about anything other than just development. Like, developing everybody. So and try to get the number one pick now. Now they can try to go back and get the other guy from France. Is he is he gonna be eligible this year? Yeah. I was just watching a video of him too. He's just again, he's, he's dominating. getting better. He's, young, he's, he's getting dominating. better now, bro. Like bro, you feel like every time you see him, he's doing like his skill set just improves a little. And he's bit like more. seven three. It's crazy. Him, Chet, Polinski, Shea, Giddy, Giddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, that's they're gonna be in the finals in ten years. It's gonna be unreal if they stay together. The other yeah. thing, obviously, we've talked about Bronny a lot, but. Did you see? Did you see that LeBron says now he wants to play with Bryce and Bronny in the NBA? Crazy. I mean, he did, he's going into he's going into year twenty and just got a two year extension. 
It's crazy. And I do another four years. Bryce just got his first division one offer from it, where? Uh, like Duquesne. Oh, Duquesne. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Dude, it's like I a know. do you you see? Yeah, yeah, it's the one that's spelled like, weird. You always see yellow, it. yellow and gold, yeah, uh, gold and blue or something. I yeah, know. yeah. I seen he got his first offer from them, and then like obviously the Bronny just posted the Ohio State thing because they were out at the football game, mm-hmm. and he went on an unofficial, not committed. You know, I mean, of course. Of course. course. He's in town, like any school. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, come take a visit. We don't care. I mean, bro, he's gonna, crazy. I mean, if they somehow all play together, it's going to be madness. No, just add to LeBron legacy. Legacy, for sure. It's like Ken Griffey and his dad playing baseball. Like That's nothing will ever top that. <laughs> I don't know, bro. They both got that. home runs. Home runs in the same back game. Back to back. Back to back. Yeah. Back to back at bats. Jacks too, like Jacks. not even like they're gone. They're gone. It wasn't like this one might have the. Ch-. They were like, "I'm that's out of here." Like, Dude, it's gone. That, I can't imagine that feeling of like you're playing the game that your dad taught you with your, with dad, your dad, and you hit at the runs. highest level, <laughs> and you hit home runs. Like that's such an ego trip. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to process that. That's why. Why does LeBron he gets a lob from his dad? Like, the arena's gonna go crazy. It doesn't even matter if they're on. The Cavs, or if they're on OKC, or if they're on some if team, they're on ten matter. days. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, if it, it happens, matter. it happens, be and that will be what's in their living room for the rest of their lives. Oh, speaking of, I see this other day. Speaking of craziness, did you see Scotty Pippen's ex-wife and on a date son. with yeah. Michael Jordan's son? I don't so know people, why she does it, bro. It has to be just to like, okay. Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen played together at the Bulls. We all and, know that. And now, we all know how weird it is. Now, Scottie Pippen's ex-wife that he's with forever and has multiple kids with is on a date with Michael Jordan's son, like pretty much her nephew. Exactly, but yeah. no, that wasn't his. That wasn't her. She wasn't with Pitt for those years, though. So she was she with him for a even, while, but not when he, not in '96. When they get, I mean, not nowhere in '96. I I think I don't know, bro. I don't know. But just okay, even, if you're Michael Jordan, do you you gotta say something to your son, right? Oh, he's not gonna care. Why would he care? Why would he care? He would not. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. He has so Michael much, Jordan. Yeah, bro. What the hell? Do you, but do you think like I mean, if, if if that's your son, are you like, yo, just be careful with this lady? Like, be careful it was, for what? I mean, don't like don't be blowing all your dough on her. I feel like she's just trying to get him for his money. Like, come on, you or is she just trying to throw? She's shit? already paid. She's yeah, paid but already. is she is she just throwing? She's not doing it for money. Shit? She's doing, bro. She's she's. This is just what she's into. This is just the type of lady she is. That's all you can account it to. There's no other secret motive. This is just who she is, and this is how she rolls, bro. She was dealing with future. Yeah, well, dude, like, well, yeah, yeah. So it's just this is just the type of lady she is. And she was in Malik Beasley, wasn't she? She was yeah. Malik Oh, Beasley yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I've seen that too. I mean, but you just, that's just the type of lady she is, bro. That's just charge hilarious. It, going you got to charge ex. it to the game, bro. Yeah. You got to blame Pip for setting all of this off in motion. You got to do a better background check, I guess. I don't know. His, MJ's son is like, yeah, that's crazy. I guess he's like my age now. But Megalodon that they... 50-footer. They I mean, I knew, bro. They, they detected that there's a 50-foot shark in the, was it, Atlantic? Somewhere, but it's so it is so crazy. So this guy on TikTok, I forgot his name. I'm gonna find him. We'll post it to the we'll post it to yeah. our podcast or uh, yeah, we'll Instagram make a clip of it. But there is a guy on TikTok who actually I have the same 
app he does, and I've had it for years. It's a shark tracking app. <laughs> I swear, shark it, 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 it sharks. It, Are you uh, a very biologist? I love it, bro. Like, I go to beaches like all George, the time. You like George, no, I'm, I love animals. I love animals. You're a oh, biologist. Like, okay. Bro, nature of T-Ross. George, George Costanza. So they this app, right? It, they have a whole bunch of tag sharks, everything from like Makos to Great Whites to Tigers mm. to Bull Sharks, everything. Um, and usually, you know, because you can you can track everywhere in the world. So there's a lot of sharks on the coast, like up and down, like this. It's like a highway streamline that they follow. They go yeah. up and down and they don't really they stay maybe 20, 30 miles off the coast. So not too far away from the mainland, like shallow waters. Let's put it that yeah. way. Right? So like towards the middle of the Atlantic, bro, it, it gets like darker on the map. So you can tell it's like deeper into the water. So people so this dude is tracking a shark that was going up the coast and kind of starts div. He starts going a little further out from the coast than usual. And then all of a sudden, bro, a straight, a str- like literally a straight line to like a hundred and something like fucking miles in the middle of the fucking Atlantic. And then it somehow goes right back to the coast, like a straight line to and so from. So that's, and so it's just really a weird. Rare. That's really rare for them to do that's that. That's weird. And you can tell the like, path. They and they stand the same path. And there was another shark that was doing the same thing. And it was going out pretty far. And then it seemed like it made an abrupt turn to go back. Like it almost got chased. Like he was like, there's something going on. The guy makes a series of TikToks explaining that, hey, I think there's a Megalodon out there somewhere. Something's happening. And then one shark just went missing. One ping just stopped one day. Because so, it went so far out into the middle of this fucking Atlantic and then it just disappeared. And that was it. And it was on a straight line. It's just so like, how the fuck what, did that happen? What is the explanation of, like, why would these sharks be going out there to, to see this megalodon? Or, like, they, they know it's out there? Well, they think that this megalodon could possibly be hunting sharks that come out too far into that region. And it somehow yeah. senses or whatever. And it, I don't know. It's been attacking or whatever. But now there's all of a sudden. Yeah. Detecting. Whatever the yeah, they're detecting yeah, I mean, these large signs, and it makes sense, bro. The, the ocean's huge, like and there's yeah, no kind of like know. these we sharks are fifty feet. There's they could probably be really, really deep down in the middle of nowhere and have all the space and food they need. And yeah. occasionally, they just now might be getting this sense. I don't know, bro. This is fucking crazy. We got they revealed aliens to us a year and a half ago, and now the megalodons here, the dino <laughs> shark. Like, what the fuck is next? Well, that's the crazy thing too, because like the oceans, like our least explored place out of like anything. Seventy percent. It's just, it's all there. It's accounted for, but we just haven't gone and checked it out. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a guy. Forgot what scientist. I need to find him. I really want to find him because uh, he was an under. He was like a exploring in the Antarctic or whatever. He takes a submarine super deep into the fucking ocean to where he. Gets to like the lowest part he's ever been, and he notices that something looks like kind of glimmering down there, and he notices that it's fucking water. Water. Oh, un- it's like fresh. It's like denser, denser fresher denser, water under the water fucking in the ocean. Water. I've seen that. And he I've tries to that. go down, and he his submarine literally can't. He can't. And then I've the dude that. is like, he made a documentary about it. He made it some type of yeah, yeah, you know, special. And then he's showing it. They're showing footage, and they're showing the water and shit. And then. A few months later, he dies. So, I don't know. Who knows what's out in the ocean? The alligator. Clearly, he opened the portal. Megalodons are back. (laughs) UFOs are trying to get him in check. 
it's crazy. Think about that job. Think about being someone that tracks sharks for a living. And that's like, just imagine yeah. all the scientists we have that track different animals on a daily basis, every day, every day. We we track so many animals to figure out what they're doing because we are so limited in our actual knowledge of everything. We yeah, try to figure I mean, out how they birth. We try to figure out what they do. We try to figure like that's someone's job every single day. Like they like here's here's a fascinating thing: sharks. Nobody's ever seen great great whites mate. They don't that know is, how to do it. That's crazy. And they're I, not, I think I might have seen a video where it was like two sharks kind of like tangled up and they looked like they were <laughs> doing something weird. But that, who knows what that was going on? But they're saying they've never seen two great. That's whites crazy. So it's like because they can't figure out where they go to do it. So if you can't figure out where they go, who's and to they say? never stop moving? Yeah. So Think about being a fish. You never stop moving. You can't, you can't go to sleep. If you sleep, you're you know, dead. If you, if you sleep for a little bit, once in your entire life, you're dead. It's bad news for you. Like, I don't know, bro. If I had to be one animal, it would be a fucking orca. Because they could dominate anything. But even still, though, like you got to like orcas. There's so many different species. There's the same way that like humans. There's so many different fucking you know subdivisions of. Oh, this person's Asian. Yeah, person's yeah, yeah. Latin yeah. America. I guess it's like it's the same thing with whales. Like whales from different parts of the um, region, different of the world, different waters. Yeah, don't use the same clicks. They don't communicate Talk, in the same yeah. way. They have social different social hierarchies. It's fucking crazy. I was watching. <laughs> you ever seen Blackfish? Yeah. Yeah, so that got me curious about just like fucking orcas in general. And after that, I remember I did a deep dive. And yeah. It's like, damn, it's these over. are fucking like just rain, like they like people. Yeah, they like people. Honestly, it's just, like, it's just like it's just, just like well. it's just like the whole thing with monkeys too. They all have different mm. ways of communicating. There's so many Hierarchy. different. There's so many different like breeds of them. It's like that's how everything is, bro. It's crazy. It's that's why since that's why we gotta study it. But no, so we sure. like we study it. And since we're talking about animals. I just saw on TikTok, which I've been on a lot lately. Um, fucking this guy did an experiment like back in the fifties or fucking forties or some shit, where he took rats and he gave them like a utopia environment okay. and watched what happened, bro. So he what put happened? like a whole bunch of rats in there. He had this huge cage. There was like they had all the food, space, everything that they needed. Like within like a month, they had multiplied by like they're like by like, a lot, twenty percent. Right. Yeah. And they start doing that so often that he said it got to like this peak where all of a sudden there's mm-hmm. so many rats that like they, start they all just started dying. Yeah. All of them died. So he said within a year, like a year, like a year and a half, there was a hundred some rats. And then like the next half that time, all the rats died because like it got to a point where they had everything, they had different social hierarchies, and then it changed the behaviors of the rats. And so now they don't have any natural predators. Dude, the population so the control. And that's what I'm saying. So, that's so what it's, it's that. a, I, I think that's what the video is about. And they were talking about how, like, okay, these rats are they have everything they need, but all of a sudden they're interacting with each other different. A lot of the rats, for whatever reason, turn gay. A lot really? of rats turn gay, and that's why they start dying off because they weren't reproducing. They that's didn't crazy. have they, their social, like the way they they started to to yeah. behave and like interact with other rats was just weird. Like they would start to isolate. It was a lot of self harm. Yeah. Um, a lot of rats would attack random rats for no other reason other than just uh, just for whatever reason. And so one way or another, they all start dying. They stop mating with each other and they start dying. So you sure he said, and then a year time goes by and then all the rats are dead. Fucking crazy story. I had to crazy. watch it. I was just like, because it's a behavioral thing. And if that has to do yeah. with population control, like, yeah, I'm sure that can probably correlate. This has to be some parallels between that and us. And so, what, yeah, and what the world society is going towards. 
it, for sure. It's crazy, like the experiments they do with rats and stuff. Like, oh yeah, they're so calming. They're so similar yeah. to us. They do stuff like with the sugar, where they mm-hmm. keep giving rats sugar, and like, dude, it's just like us. They just get fat and they get addicted to it and they die. Like, and that's just sugar. Like, yeah. dude, there's so much shit that we eat and do, and like that they test on these animals. Yeah, it's so and it's fun, just, bro. it's mess. But we're already in it and we're going. So you gotta finish it. You gotta see it through. Nature hopefully, T. Ross. Nature T. Ross right is there. like, you know, no, for sure. I, I was watching Rick and Morty, and one thing that always catches my attention was, you know, that game that they played? They went to the arcade. It's like blips and chips. Yeah. And they go to the arcade, <laughs> and he puts that helmet on, and he's like living a random guy's life. And then yeah. you're just living that life, and then he took the helmet off, and he was like, wait, where the hell am I? Like, and you forget. <laughs> I feel like sometimes that's the type of simulation that we're in. Like, we're just going to wake up, or we're going to be aliens yeah. somewhere in some distant well, planet. It's kind of like video games. It's like, yeah, people are getting so you get so dove into video games that you like come out of and you're like, oh, whoa, this is like, yeah, I was in a different life <laughs> doing that than yes, I am GTA. like in my actual. Do I mean, I mean, just any game though. It's like you, if you get, if you just get obsessed with anything, if you I'm dive so deep, game, game on my app, on the app, the the conquest yeah, game, yeah, I'm playing it for two solid months. I have spent a fucking shit ton of money, <laughs> but like I'm in a Discord with these people that I talk to every day now. Like I've yeah, yeah for made. Sure acquaintances through this fucking For app sure. that i'm talking and keeping up with so it's, it's i'm actually like in a completely different, different like, world bro i've never seen these people's face but we're talking all the time bro. we're collaborating like a whole bunch of crazy shit it, it's, it's the weird. same as it's the same it, exactly it's the same with gta it's like bro it bro di- i was talking to somebody about this the other day discord is unreal like it's, it's crazy it's own universe and it's, it's like the baby own- steps of it. Yes, yeah, bro. Sense, bro. Dude, the if amount you don't of have like, Discord, you guys need to get it. But I mean, the amount of people on Discord that are talking and like interacting, like, bro, it's people I've never met in person, and you're just interacting and talking with them and daily. You can go like, and I can't imagine how many servers are active. Oh, at any given time, and how many people are constantly typing, talking, sending, and, and talking. Like, it's unreal. Whoever made Discord is probably super rich right now. Oh, it's crazy. It's in the last three years, it's absolutely absurd. Everybody has a Discord. Everybody has something. <laughs> Speaking of Game of Thrones, have you been watching House of Dragon? I have not. I've, I watched the first episode. I just I need to. Oh, how many's out now? Three. Three. Yeah. It's good. What, wait, what, what are your What are your uh, thoughts? Three episodes in. It's so. It's good, bro. It's you can tell that. I mean, because it's so funny that my daughter just came in here and took the book that they use a lot of that they based a lot of the show off of. But it's crazy, bro. The amount of detail that they're putting into the show is crazy because you can watch the show twice over and pick up new things and like oh shit and that's cool because it's such a slow show that you're gonna need to rewatch some of these things to understand fully like what's going on so you don't miss anything but it's good there's been a few time jumps um i like the way that they're, they're displaying time like each episode is like a pivotal moment in their in time for them and not just like one day yeah it's like it covers Sometimes years, weeks, whatever. So, like, the first episode covered maybe, like, like three three to four months. Uh-huh. And then the second episode covers, I think, like, six months. And then this new episode covers, like, a, a two-year advancement. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. So, but the way it's going along is cool. So, the way the book, the story plays out is it's a really, really fucking long story. And I think that's why they're shooting it this way. Yeah. So I think the conclusion of this show will be fucking epic. It will be amazing because where it's going right now, for especially for the people that have read the books, like, you know, 
all about the greens and the blacks and the division between powers and with the Targaryen. So yeah, it's cool, bro. And then it's also just visually stunning. Yeah, it's it amazing is seeing all the dragons. Yeah, seeing you know just all the lore that people are probably read come to life is it's just it's amazing. I love the show, bro. I'm like I've been stuck in Game of Thrones for probably a month now. And I'm obsessed with it. I'm in a deep rabbit hole. And I don't see myself getting out because of this show. (laughs) This show's here. And it's going to be going on for four or five years. So We need to get you a full Game of Thrones outfit to wear. No, I'm I'm sure you guys will see me as fucking, (laughs) I don't know, the Valerian fucking, I don't know. I'll be at Comic-Con dressed in a fucking white wig. Have you, you, um, last thing, have you, did you watch Terminal List? I did. I told you about it. You did, and I I finished it like a week ago. Unreal. If you haven't seen yeah, it, I thought that I thought the ending was crazy. I thought how they the it all ended was pretty good. The first few episodes kind of threw me because I'm like, is he tripping or yeah, is yeah, something real. really going on? Yeah, and when yeah, you yeah. get that confirmation of like, oh, he's it's not all in his head, then that's when the story becomes great, and it's a lot of high action. Yeah, and it's cool because you get to it's like see because usually all the Navy Seals that we see in movies are kind of like in their, their, you know, in their realm of just like oh, well, they're, like, they're, they're, they're like a god figure. They're like a god. They're figure. A god. Well, they're a god figure, but they're also you like look at them. They're as not like, in America doing shit. Like they're usually yeah, yeah, overseas, yeah, yeah. kind of in their environment, kind of doing shit. This one is kind of seeing like how that shit could play yeah. out if it was over here. Chris so it's cool. It was Chris, really good performance he, from Chris Pratt. I thought he, he plays could. a good psycho. <laughs> he plays a yeah, good he wasn't psycho. even a psycho. He just he was psycho sick. in some parts. He has those looks in his eyes, and you're like, damn, yeah. he's lost. That's it. that's that's called survival. Okay. Yeah. And when you go to war and you're a fucking frogman, you've seen some things. Yeah. And for sure. He his character saw some things. Yeah. And it got bad. Well, man. It's a good episode. It's good to catch up. Right, yeah, we will be back at you guys soon and appreciate it. Peace. Good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show. What a wonderful delight. Uh, yeah, Patsy and T Rise. Better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah.